When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Hello, everybody, especially Julie, who just woke up. Welcome to Watch Us Look to Take the Black Live, the one and only show on the internet. We talk about things like movies, TV, sci-fi, fantasy, big chungus, space lasers, dinosaurs, swords, and other things. I am Dan Selke, the editor of WinnersCoin.net, here with Daniel Roman, the other editor of WinnersCoin.net. And this is a large Uh bulbous red pulsing sty on my lower right island. I'm going to remove tomorrow. That's the last we'll talk about it. I'm glad we got the elf out of the room away. Daniel, how are you doing today? You did. You did. I'm doing well. I We have a, an assortment of things, I guess, we're talking about, like chungas. <laughs> don't we I, always? I don't know what chung... Should I know what that is? Is that a is that a Chicago thing? If you have to ask, you'll never know. But let's... W- w- but um, <laughs> uh, thanks for Fair. everybody tuning in. Uh, thanks again to Julie. I, I know you're woken up very early. I, 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 I really appreciate that. You don't have to, but we appreciate it. Hey, Martha. He's lying. You you do have to, Julie. No, you don't. Not really. We can't we're, say but, that. But we're very People happy you're here. sued by the entire country of Australia. Hello, Andrew. Fun for Wick Wednesday. We are too. And we're going to get right into it because we actually do have, I usually say this, but we actually do a in lot. genuine seriousness have a lot to talk about today. In part yeah. because Netflix had this giant it event where they like, dumped 18 million things on us. But also just yep. in general. So let's start. We'll do a brief um, visit to Westeros where we'll update you as to what's happening on the set of House of the Dragon before we dig into what's happening in the rest of the entertainment world. And first, yes. I just want to say that House of the Dragon, the Game of Thrones prequel series at HBO, is filming its second season, and they are currently going to film in Wales. And two actors are in Wales, which is a part of England, Although I never quite understood the specifics of that very complicated, rich history they have over in that Not country. Not to be confused with whales. Not to be confused. Yes. Uh, the H- HBO is not filming House of the Dragon on the backs of several humpback and blue whales. They're filming in the nation state, the the region, the country of whales. I'm not 100% sure. I've never been. Uh, but anyway, actors Harry Collette, who plays Joceris Valerian, and Bethany Antonia, who plays Bela Targaryen, are both on site, getting ready to film. You know, they are both great characters. I'm looking forward to seeing them mix it up. Apparently, Emma Darcy, Matt Smith, and Risa Fons, who plays Otto Hightower, might also be in the area, but we don't know yet. That's about it. Just want to give you a little update. Daniel, does this tell you anything worth noting about House of Dragon Season 2, Life, the Universe, or everything? Um, Yeah, I think... It's interesting. It, it tells me that they're probably shooting, I would think, some like Driftmark stuff or 
just thinking about like the places where some of these actors might be or some of their characters rather uh mm-hmm. the thing that it made me more curious about is if they're still going to shoot winterfell in northern ireland because we haven't heard anything about that well we have and jace should be going there at some point he should be i mean he'll do more than one thing this season but yeah he'll be going there at some point yeah really yeah, so I wondered, is this, you know, Gullet stuff? Is this, is it Rook's Rest or Driftmark? Maybe one of those three. I wonder if they're going to add Bela to the Battle of the Gullet. I'm just going to throw out conspiracy theory stuff. And I, I think that sounds like something they might do. Oh, it wouldn't be bad. wouldn't be good. Yeah, I could see that. how it happens. I, I could see it. It'd be I a thing. Necessarily, yeah. I don't, I don't really love it, but um, I could see it. It would but depend be how they did it. Yeah. We don't got to yes. weigh in on that. Way too early to cross that. that Way gullet. too early. <laughs> but yeah, that's our Westeros check-in. Nothing else really happening. Dragons are still there. Season yep. two is still there. Still shooting. Still beautiful ball gowns woven from only the best silk from the hoity-toity spiders. And we'll check back in. We have more on that. Let's move on now to another very big news story. Is Game of Thrones adjacent? So, as we know, internet saints... Um, uh, David Benioff and Dan Weiss, the two men who created and show ran Game of Thrones for eight seasons. And last I checked, were beloved by each and every Game of Thrones fan on the planet, as well as everyone else, including everyone who died before they were born and people who have yet to be born. They wrapped up Game of Thrones. They signed a big old thing with Netflix. And we've known for a while that they are producing a new TV show based on Liu Zhijin's sci-fi trilogy, Remembrances of Earth's Past, better known as The Three-Body Problem, the first novel in the series, classic move. And over the weekend at Netflix To Doom event, say To Doom three times and then watch Netflix and you'll get it, uh, they'd be a trailer. We got our first look at The Three-Body Problem from Game of Thrones showrunners David Benioff and Dan Weiss. I thought we'd look it over a little bit, talk a bit about it, and gauge if we're excited for this or not, because it is, it looks like it's going to be a big swing. Daniel, are you interested in this program? Of course. Of course. You know, beyond just the fact that it is a a new big production from Benioff and Weiss that is actually happening, because they've had a few stops and starts since Game of Thrones ended, this looks like their next big swing since thrones um it's a huge highly regarded sci-fi series i have not read it but a lot of people really love it it's very very ambitious is my understanding uh because this is a story that stretches galaxies and i think centuries at least yeah it's um it's, it's a first contact story between humans and aliens who basically need a place to live and decide hey maybe that earth place might be okay um, and humans have different ideas about how to react to it. it, is my understanding of what it's about. I agree with Nicole that she saw the trailer and was very confusing. I don't know what the show is about. I agree the trailer is interesting, yeah. but um, my and I, I have the book. I'm going to read it. I haven't read it yet. I know that it, it, it's, A, the series is very successful, so it's got like a good base, and yeah. it's about basically when humans make contact with a species of aliens many solar systems star systems away and uh the aliens who live there are basically living in this very unstable environment caused by three bodies all in relation it makes weather really bad i think and the aliens get to thinking 
once we contact them, maybe we should uh, go and just take their planet because theirs seems a lot more hospitable than ours. And then the humans back on Earth divide into like factions of some folk who think the aliens should just destroy the Earth or like we want to serve our new alien overlords. Others are like, no, we should fight them. Others like, no, we should work with them. And it's very like hard sci-fi. It also brings in like the Chinese cultural revolution. I think it's like a base of where things get started. Of I, I think like the huh. person who contacts the aliens is embittered by the excess of the Chinese revolution. It's like, you know what? Aliens should come and destroy the world. We suck. Um, and that kind of thing. Let's look at some pictures and see if we can tell anything, at least from the visuals. But but, but I do agree with Nicole. It is an, it, a confusing it does have yeah. some images, not a lot of context. Although, that is John Bradley West, good old Sam Tarly from Game of Thrones. So they are uh, having some uh, familiar people who are coming back for this thing. Yes. What is nice? Yep. John Bradley. Uh, we know Liam Cunningham, I don't think was in the trailer, but we know he's in this series as well. So a couple of Game of Thrones vets. I don't know anything about his character. Oh, no. He, he's looking like a pretty posh gentleman just from the outfit which you can just kind of glimpse as a very fancy collar but yeah no i i'm excited to see uh john bradley in this that that's one of the things i'm most hyped and curious about because i think he's had a pretty good run of roles since game of thrones and this is another really big one for him it seems good for john bradley let's look at the next image a lot of the picks in here are very just kind of pretty and filmic and well-framed. I, I, I don't know what's happening. That's the cultural revolution. I like the idea of a series that's going to stretch centuries and cover like specific events in history that don't get covered a lot, you know? Like the Chinese cultural yeah. revolution is obviously a huge event in Chinese history, world history, but I don't think, I don't feel like you hear about it that much, at least not in the US. Like we don't get taught about the cultural I'm revolution sure. and we get caught about like D-Day and World War II and the Great Depression and stuff. But it was huge. It was yeah. Mao Zedong trying to re-up his control of China by basically, and I'm probably getting this very wrong, like killing all the professors and all the, yeah, exactly. <laughs> all, all they have YouTube videos um, and all the, you know, non-communist true believers. And I believe it embitters a character who later goes on to be a scientist to, yeah, aliens, why don't you come over here and just wipe us out? We don't deserve to live on the planet anymore. But I like that they're going to go wide. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You know, in regards to what you're saying about it not being taught as much, obviously that depends on where in the world you are. But I, I really like just knowing that the Chinese Cultural Revolution is going to be a part of this series. I feel like some of my favorite sci-fi looks at human cultural trends or events and then draws parallels to how humans deal with the sci-fi stuff in the story. And it seems like this is a very much going to be a show in that vein, just by the inclusion of some of these very notable political events as well. You know, one thing, it's interesting you mentioned the framing and kind of how a lot of these images are really pretty to look at. One thing I am nervous about for this is Mm -hmm. that it's a Netflix show because Mm -hmm. Netflix kind of has their own visual benchmarks and stipulations I, I think about how their shows look in terms of like the, the color, the palette, the tone. And I'm just a little nervous about that because part of me just wishes Benioff and Weiss could just do what they want, which maybe they can. But are you nervous about this being a Netflix thing at all? Because they've had kind of a, a spotty track record, especially recently. Um, I mean, it seems like Netflix kind of lets the like each production fend for itself, more or less. It's more about like they give them money. And not a lot of support. Yeah. I think, like, if you want to make a good Netflix show, it's all on you. Like, they're not really going to yeah. help you a ton. Which you can do. Like, Stranger Things can exist, um, and there are other successful yeah. shows. It will depend on them. I don't think there's going to be like the quality checks there were at HBO. But I don't think it has to be a limitation yeah. if you truly are good enough to pull it off. Yeah, I think that's fair. Do we want to look at the next one? I we really do. Again, I have no idea. Obviously, a lot of Chinese influence on this show to. <laughs> It's written by a Chinese author. Yes. But yeah, it's just pretty. I like a lot of the shots from this. It, they looked um, what Martin Scorsese might call cinematic. Yes. Agree. I don't really have to too to much to say on this beyond what you just said. It pretty- totally hits the nail on the head. I, I don't know the plot I don't have of the no story idea. very well. Not a clue. It looks yeah. like something out of like a Lord of the Rings video game with like evil Galadriel going to come in here and slice you up. Um, yeah, no idea. Not a single one. Lady on fire. Lady on lava. Good for it. She looks she 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 looks happy with her place in life. It might get pretty weird this show. I hope so. I hope it does. Yeah, it, I wonder if this is a vision or a dream or something because I believe the the basic premise is this solar system the the aliens are living in who are contacted in is slowly becoming inhabitable. So that's why they are coming to Earth. So part of me wonders if this is like a glimpse at what they are dealing with or something like that, or their future that we might see. Yeah. Intriguing. Or like a still from the next Mortal Kombat movie snuck in. But yeah, uh, the next one. Yes. Yeah. What the hell is this? This is like a a ton of ancient warriors on horseback getting pulled up into a gravi- gravity well, like a thousand feet above the mm. air. Not a clue. Intrigued. Hopefully it all hangs together. Again, I, I do agree with Nicole that it seems confusing. I assume there'll be a proper trailer later that will lay out a little more um, yeah. in, in kind of obviously what's going to happen in 
with signs. Some are holding signs. Yeah. Oh, are they protesters maybe? Like against the aliens? I didn't notice that. Who are just dressed up oh. as old timey warriors? Anything yeah, I don't know. It's hard to see in the picture. Um, they do look like signs though, and I wouldn't be surprised to see some kind of protests because this is again, this is gonna be like a how society reacts and different factions having different ideas. So yeah, I don't know what the deal is with horses or armor i'll know more about this series before long i i promise i'm gonna read the book i'm gonna report back to you guys and i'm gonna tell you if it's worthy of your attention and uh, i hope it is i i hope oh by the way also the release date is i believe january 2024 so it's not coming out this year yeah so well this is gonna basically take the last of us's spot on the calendar for next year a a little bit because this is going to be one of the first big january releases going into the next year provided it doesn't get pushed back which hopefully it won't yeah obviously we're going to be talking about this one a lot we're going to get up to speed on the book series can i ask your (laughs) this is such a nitpick but for whatever reason it's bugging me uh what's your opinion on the title having a number Oh, it's weird because it's like, I, I believe <laughs> the book series is, I don't hate it. It's fine, but it, I think it is odd that they changed it from the three, like T-H-R-E-E body problem in the title to just the number three body problem. You know what? As someone who blogs a lot and has this, it's actually going to be simpler for us. Like that, we will be yes. thanking them for shortening that title when we write like articles about this and have to You're fit the title right. into like the 50, 40 character limit, and it'll be a lot easier. It is a little odd. Yes. A- apparently, well, in, in the audience, do you pref- do, do you like the title that has just, yeah, there you go, as our producer uh, yeah. says, three body problems, three body problems, so, working for you. And Andrew, so my thing, I don't mind it. my thing with this, it, it makes me a little nervous that they might try to dumb things down because that was an issue I had with mm. Game of Thrones. The three body problem, like like spelled out three dash body problem is an actual scientific thing. That's why the series is named that. It's named after a very famous scientific question about how three uh, bodies, planets, what have you in orbit are affected by gravity and how they move in (laughs) relation to each other. So that that is like a very specific thing that, that that book is named after. And this, I feel like part of it was simplifying it and and obviously for SEO or whatever, because then it's not going to get mixed up with the book or the actual science thing. Uh, it just I had a flash to like Game of Thrones season five when I saw this title, thinking about things being dumbed down a little bit to broaden the appeal, because I felt like they did that with like Dorne and and some of those other Thrones plot lines. It made uh-huh. me, I just, I had a pang of wariness when okay. I saw the title and I know it's That's a such hyper a, nitpick, but I had feelings are valid. It does seem like you. M- maybe it's, maybe it's a bit uh, premature to get on that. Um, I think it's too totally. early to say I- I'm okay. It's, it's a Netflix show. It isn't a article in the journal of astrophysics. So I, I, I'm okay with it, but we'll see if that uh, foretells problems ahead. Or if it's a big nothing burger. Yes. By the way, great comments. Doesn't bother <laughs> Andrew. Uh, likes it better as the cover. Yeah. Um, I love Leo's question or Leo's observation. Can't wait for the three-body problem press tour because all the journalists will probably ask them about Game of Thrones, House of the Dragon. Um, I want to ask you that question. But everybody out there, 
Um, are we ready Me? for, yes, yes, you, you, Daniel. Yes. Are we ready for Benioff and Weiss to return to the limelight? Is the internet at large ready to forgive them? Not that they need forgiveness, but what, <sighs> they don't. what do you think the internet will be like when these two get back into the mix and start talking and doing press again and have their quotes all over Variety and Hollywood Reporter and Robot Magazine, which is a new magazine going to be run by ChatGPT in a couple of weeks. Um, and while you do that, I'm going to heed Julie's request and get the book for the three body problems so I can show yes. you the cover. Give me a second. I totally, I totally support grabbing books off shelves. Yeah, I think so. Obviously, I agree with what what Dan said. They don't need the forgiveness of the internet. I think in our current age of media consumption i expect just vitriol <laughs> to be honest like i don't see a reality where benioff and weiss are doing interviews and people aren't being horrible to them online i think interviewers it, it's hard to because you know catering to getting clicks and things like that and and stoking emotions I am sure that Leo is right and people are totally going to ask them about Game of Thrones. How are you going to avoid inciting <laughs> fan riots with this show like yeah. you did with Game of Thrones? Like there will be ways people frame it to get away with asking dumb questions like that. I I am curious how they're feeling about coming back though because I think at this point they're high profile enough that they can kind of write their own ticket in terms of how much or how little press they do. That's true. That does make me nervous because Netflix is kind of notorious for not going overboard with their own press. Like That's also like true. you said about letting studios do their thing. I think that applies to press a little bit too in terms of how they handle things. So yeah, that that's a really good question, Leo. I nervous excited because obviously that's going to be very busy times for us uh but i'm nervous because uh, you know i get tired of people slinging mud at benioff and weiss i think they forget how good most of game of thrones was and how much we owe them because it wouldn't have existed otherwise but yeah what about you dan you ready for oh, that it'll be it'll be fun people will be done i mean even if there isn't press like when a new show is on we'll get a lot of scrutiny yeah. people will talk about it a lot They'll frame it in all kinds of fun ways. Yep. It'll be fun. I'm looking forward to it. Um, I wish it wasn't on Netflix. I'd I'd rather it be. I don't really want to watch this thing like I'll dump episodes at once, but I'll, I'll I will. It'll be fun. Um, I'm looking yeah. forward to it. It should be interesting. And the cover of the book looks like this: the three body problem. Yes, there it is. Xixin Lu or Lu Xixin. I am not clear on how to pronounce and order Chinese names. But there's a pyramid. There's some stuff. Translated by Ken Liu, who's the author of The Dandelion Dynasty, Ooh, which is oh, another really? great series. Mm -hmm. I could read this. Oh, the print's pretty big. Oh, this will be easy. This will be easy. Okay. <laughs> and, I, and, I'll, and I'll report back to you when I have something. You know, you just made me think of something. The, this is a show I expect to be kind of hard for people to binge. You know, like some shows they naturally lend themselves yeah. to binging they're a little lighter or or easy to consume i feel like if this is as thought provoking as the book or it's trying to be i do wonder if they're going to split this the way they did with the witcher and you and stranger things um That'd be nice. because it feels like a series that that might lend itself pretty naturally to that yeah i hope they do but we'll cross over to come to it in january 2024 yeah, should be cool. Welcome back, yeah. Benny Off and Weiss. We adore you.
I, I, yeah. I'd die for you. We missed I'd you. kill for you. No, I wouldn't. Uh, but yeah, that'll be fine. Wow. Um, that got real, real same, fast. <laughs> at the same goose for you. Big, big chunk is for me. At the same Netflix event, uh, I I had to go over this briefly. They also kind of pulled the curtain back on a couple of other yeah. big series they got coming up, including the live action remake of a show that I like a lot, Avatar: The Last Airbender. This three season yeah. animated Nickelodeon show that I loved when I watched it originally, like years and years ago. I still think it holds up. And it was made into a live action show totally movie does. like M. Night Shyamalan in 2011, somewhere around there, 2009. And mm-hmm. everyone hated it. And they're trying take. again. And we'll see yep. if they have more success. And we have a couple of shots like this. A shot of actor Gordon Cormier as Ang, the titular last airbender. He looks a lot. This is one of those things where like, he looks yeah. exactly like the guy from the show like they gave him the exact same costume in the exact same colors um yes and i i guess i always wonder like how how literal are you going to be and if this has any indication extremely literal is that good is that bad i don't know yes yeah uh like red and orange i feel like i'm just the poo-pooer of netflix things I am I so I really liked Avatar the Last Airbender the cartoon as well. I only saw it for the first time as an adult and I loved it. Wow. What? Um I just the the live action anime adaptations I don't know that I've ever seen one go right. <laughs> so, you know, I am I'm cautiously hopeful i i hope that this show's good i love avatar the last airbender i don't want a bad show of it um but i think the the pressure is on for netflix to deliver because yeah thinking of live action anime specifically like i i literally cannot think of one example like i liked cowboy bebop but that's because i don't know cowboy bebop most of the people who know cowboy bebop detested it um so we'll see. Is, any, is anybody out there? But yes, the costume is very live action. But again, I'm not sure if accurate is good or bad. Um, <laughs> anybody out there? Have you ever seen a live action version of an animated thing that you really liked? Because I'm with you. I haven't really seen one that I thought was like great. Even the Disney stuff, like the one I, I saw of... was Beauty and the Beast. And I was like, it wasn't awful. The original is better, but um, it's there. But anyway, yeah. we also have. Uh, I heard the, actor... the Little Mermaid was very good. But that's that's almost different Maybe. than than anime specifically because anime has such a um, dramatic style, art style in terms of the action and mm-hmm, and the way sure. things look. Uh, that's just very very hard to replicate in live action. And Avatar is you know <laughs> it's a one anime. It wasn't made in Japan, but it's yes. still got that same kind of flair. And this is actor. See, uh... Kyo and Tio, who plays Katara, and we see her water bend in the show. They all can bend the elements, airbender, waterbender, firebender, and we see cleverly out of frame, so they're hiding the most of it, her controlling some water. That's fun. Again, like technology yes. has advanced a lot since 2009, whenever Shadowland did his version. I'm sure they can do the effects better than they used to be able to. And they're going to have to because they're maybe a TV show, not a movie. Yes. Um, 
I think it'll look yes. good. But yeah, I, I'm with you. I, I, I'm not getting, you know, crazy excited for this because the track record isn't great. But I'm curious because I like it a lot. Uh, as Leo said, yeah, same. Absolutely. Still massively curious why the original creators left. It's true that uh, the original creators were involved Me with this. Too. Left. Maybe because it was terrible, Leo. We're not sure. Or maybe it's because it was so good. <laughs> um, it embarrassed yeah. them and they had to leave and they just fumed off the set. Who knows? And we will talk uh, one piece in the lightning yeah. round. But yes, they announced that too. And finally, one final shot yes. of Dallas Lou as Zuko, who was like fan fiction bait for years. Uh, he is the yeah. Zuko is a great character, rogue, moody prince who slowly becomes a good guy. You can't beat it. Love an arc like that. Love a good the wow, hound spoilers. type arc. Spoilers. Eh, it's very vague, yes. big arc. Totally. Spoilers. It'll be fine. He looks good. Way to looks spoil good. a. 15-year-old cartoon. I can't believe how old it is. I can't believe how old I am. Um, I can't believe how young Dallas Lou is. Right. But that's my problem and not yours. But yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I don't think there was a release date for this <laughs> either. Um, no, I believe it's next year. I think they just said Probably. it's coming in 2024. Yeah, I think you're right. I think the one um, thing that's coming One Piece this year is, is coming out in piece. August. That one's coming it's very soon. soon. Eh, let's talk about it now. Really yeah, because it came up. It is soon, you, and that's another you, one where it's. Do you know anything about One Piece? Uh, pirate manga. I not really. We'll one up. Piece is not one that I ever really got into. I know it is immensely popular, and a lot of people Huge. really love it. So it it makes sense that they're doing it. Um, but it's got exactly the same conundrum facing it as Avatar that we mentioned. That it is a very specific style and animation mm-hmm. and we just don't know what that's going to be like translated to live action so and like also we'll there are animated things that like you could do in live action a little easier like there's an anime called perfect blue that's basically just like a mm-hmm. drama about a person living her life like you could do that in live action but sure. something like one piece sure. or avatar which is wild fantasy stuff um it's a lot harder and I don't know. Maybe choose some of the simpler ones. There are like slice of life animes that maybe you could do a little easier than this, but why not go for the gold, I guess. And Netflix is swinging big. Yeah. I mean, the three body problem, hugely expensive. One piece, yeah. hugely expensive. Last Airbender, Air, Air hugely expensive. Um, at least they're taking big old risks. I uh, will see if they pay off yep. in the near future. But we should, yeah, start, we'll we should keep moving on because we have lots to talk about. We, we're still like only half the way through our itinerary. Sure. All right. Um, let, on us, to, let us move on. What are we watching? What are we reading? I watched a Secret Invasion this morning. Yes. The new Marvel show starring Samuel L. Jackson as Nick Fury Ooh. as he goes about trying to stop an invasion of shape-shifting aliens from taking over the powers, corridors of power on the planet Earth. Uh, Daniel, have you heard of this show? I, I mean, I've heard of it. I haven't seen it yet, though. Um, so... I obviously I want to hear your thoughts. I I am intrigued. The first thing I woke up in and heard was about the opening that it was created with AI, and What's some people AI? are not very happy about that. Um, Honestly, generally. So, how is this show? You wrote a, a hilariously, politely oh. scathing review that oh, I enjoyed quite a lot. So, what are your thoughts on this? 
Honestly, I watched uh, the opening just kind of glance. I thought it looked pretty cool because um, it was kind of disconcerting yeah. and uncanny and eerie, which is something AI can do pretty well. Um, I, I yeah, I don't I don't think right. I have That's a fair. problem with that. Really? I mean, it's going to happen. And if you want to go for like unnerving, it's a good way to go to it. And I mean, does it mean that artists have to live in yeah, dumpsters and never of... work again? Yes, it does. And that's where they belong. So I think it's fine. As for the show itself. Um, yeah, the question is more what what the AI's trained on. Yes. It is like, is it copyrighted material? Be- have you heard? Yeah, the that's theory, a whole thing. We don't need to way. open that can of worms, but. Can we open just a little bit? Because I have something interesting to say. Or at least I think it's interesting. Have sure. you heard? Open it. Um of the kind of thing that's going around recently of this, some study that kind of showed what AI could lead to eventually. And according to this study, which they like ran tests on, the longer AI like mm-hmm. ChatGPT and MidJourney is around, the more the AI will use other AI created stuff as a reference. Yes. And it actually starts to degade and get worse. Yes. Yeah, and that's a pretty good example of the problem with it. AI is such a misnomer. I had to explain to yeah, my mother-in-law a couple of weeks ago because that sounds fun. That she didn't need to worry about the robot uprising because <laughs> because you know older folk hear AI and it's like oh artificial intelligence. Like I saw a Terminator, and it's like that is not what this is. It is basically. Uh, closer to predictive text or like it you know it's referencing a bunch of things and then remaking something um so yeah the the quandary of what is being made uh where it is drawing from and if that is material that is copyrighted and it's allowed to use is obviously a whole thing but i think the idea of ai imagery degrading because it is recycling ai imagery is kind of a hilarious uh you know, we would say if this were a story, there would probably be a moral in there somewhere. I wonder what it is. But yeah, as for a secret invasion, um, it was fine. I mean, it's yeah. Marvel has to get up pretty early in the morning to make me really excited nowadays. Um, I liked it. It's well made. It's competently cool. Crafted. Samuel Jackson's good. Amelia Clark is in it. Daenerys Targaryen. She plays a dissident kind of um, uh, angry, rebellious, shape-shifting alien. She's good. She's one of the better parts of it, I thought. She's kind of emotive. Those big old eyes put to good use um, as uh, I sympathize with her character. Um, It was good. It was nice. I can't say it thrilled me beyond measure or anything, but it was nice. And it... uh, it seems to have higher stakes than the ordinary Marvel thing, as in they're killing people like on the regular in the first episode. Yeah. I don't know, though. I've watched so much Marvel stuff. Remember that time that a big purple man snapped and half the universe went away and then they all came back like the next year? Um, it does. You have to you have to prove that you're not going to do that again, that, that if someone dies, they're going to stay dead. Yeah. So I honestly I don't want to get not hurt again. Like I'm, I'm not ready to not be hurt. I, I, I want to be hurt. So we'll see yeah. if, 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 if they have the strength of their convictions. But it's nice. It's, it's, it's not bad. It's good. It's dependable. It's Marvel. You know what cool. you're getting. It's neat. And that's my um very cool. 
So Milk sounds toast, like it's off reading to, a secret to invasion. A relatively solid start. Sounds like off to what? What a pleasant beginning. <laughs> cool. Well, I'm glad it wasn't you know a total total bomb out of the gate. Um, I'm not surprised, like you said, like Samuel L. Jackson, he's always going to turn in a, a good performance yeah. as Take long as they rely on that, at least somewhat. It's not going to be an awful show. Um, I'm I'm curious to check it out. I got to say the the saturation is real right now. And ter- there you are think? so many shows. I feel like we went from having few yes. in May to now there are just so many that even with something like Secret Invasion, which I've been looking forward to for like years. I've been excited for <laughs> Secret Invasion because I like nice. the idea, like I'm familiar, not familiar, familiar with the comics, but familiar enough to know, oh, that's a really cool, important arc that they're finally doing. I'm I'm looking forward to that. But nice. I forgot it was even coming out this week, honestly, until like yesterday, because there are just so many other shows going on right now. Um, As Julie says, says she's been watching Outlander. Yeah, Outlander, The Walking Dead, uh, Fear the Walking Dead, and that's probably The Walking Dead, Dead City is, Dead is City. the new spinoff of that, which is apparently it's getting, getting quite off good to marks, also apparently. a really good start. Yeah, yeah. our reviewer actually likes it, which is it. good. I, I think if yay, if any Walking Dead spinoff is going to hopefully be good. I feel like that one, <laughs> I I would root for one about Maggie and Negan because they're just such good characters who've been in the show forever. Um, you did watch the whole show. But yeah. I, so that. I, I did. Yes. I saw the end. I was sad. Um, <laughs> if we don't need to get into it, but I did not like final season very much. Um, I so I've been watching quite a lot this week. I watched all of Black Mirror season six, which came out, I believe, last Thursday. Um, yes, I did the late night binge and I watched all of it right when I came out. Um, it's kind of hit and miss. I think some sure, episodes usual. of season six are just like, yeah, pretty much. I think the the peaks and valleys were higher. I think so black mirror, like you said, it, it is always a little hit and miss, but there's always kind of a, a, you know, like a baseline quality and this season still has it, but there are mm-hmm. two of the, two of the episodes are masterpieces. In my opinion, they're like some of the best the show has ever done. One nice. of them is like decent. It's good. It, it kind of <laughs> okay. drags. It's, it's like 80 minutes, but it's got some great performances and cool ideas Two of them like are, I think, one. some of the less good episodes the show has ever done um, because they just kind of aren't saying as much, which for Black Mirror, that's kind of its whole shtick is let's mm-hmm. present you with some technology and human psychological stuff that will make you uncomfortable and leave you thinking about it. And like one of them had a weird supernatural angle that came just out of nowhere. Um <laughs> That was just really ridiculous. And the the other one just, again, didn't feel like it had very much to say compared to the, the other episodes. So Black Mirror sure. Season 6, I would at least recommend watching the first two or three. But <laughs> it's worth a shot if you like the show. Um, for me. Beyond that, I, do you think you're going to watch it, Dan? I keep meaning to ask you, and I keep forgetting. 
I literally might watch the first two because those are the ones folks seem to like a lot. Well, Annie Murphy yeah. and then the true crime. The one. first two. And then maybe skip the rest. Yes. Which you can do with this show. The Aaron and Paul and Josh, the Aaron Paul and Josh Hartnett one is very cool. Um, it's just, it doesn't quite sing, you know, it doesn't quite pop the same oh. way as the first two, but it's still a decent episode, I would say. Sure. Um, Daniel, but be, my dance card's beyond pretty Black full. Mirror, I've been. Yeah, right. Oh, sorry. I know I you mean, don't I, have enough to watch. I have Secret Invasion. I just finished The Marvelous Mrs. Maisel, which was terrific, by the way. Great final season. Uh, got to yes. on The Righteous Gemstones. Cool. That new season's out. I'll watch that. Uh, got to do Better Call Saul. Cool. Got to do Severance. And I'm almost done with The Orville. So you want me to finish that, right? Yeah. Nice. Have you seen A Tale of Two Topas yet? That's literally the one I'm on right now. Yes. All right. Well, enjoy. Uh, keep some tissues handy and enjoy that yeah, one. If you get like a call um, at 3 a.m. just some like a voicemail of someone just sobbing, that'll be me. So just prepare for that. Cool. I look forward to it. That'll be 6 a.m. here or 5 a.m. Whatever. It'll be time for me to wake up. It's um, 4 a.m. You're, you're, you're an hour ahead of me. Whatever. <laughs> ah, time zones. Uh, <laughs> So beyond Black Mirror, uh, I've been watching a lot of stuff on Apple TV, um, and that is entirely Silo's fault because I I started an Apple TV membership back up to watch Silo. I'm now caught up on Silo enough that I can rant about it being pretty good um, because I was really not sure for a little while. It, it, mm-hmm. the, there were some episodes that didn't quite sell me and like around episode two or three, three or four. Um, but now eight of the 10 episodes are out is one of the probably most successful shows Apple TV has done. And yeah, I'm really, really liking it at this point. I think Rebecca Ferguson, um, plays this kind of fish out of water sheriff. She was a mechanic who gets thrust into the role of being this underground bunkers sheriff where it's, it's where the last 10,000 people live after an apocalypse. And there's kind of this unfurling mystery of that things are not what they seem. But the people there don't know why, don't know exactly what the deal is, don't remember what happened outside and why they can't go there. Um, But she is killing it in the role. And in one of the recent episodes, she had a scene opposite Ian Glenn, Jorah Mormont. And it was like, I... (laughs) It, it upped the level of the show. I was like, all right, this show can pull off a scene like this. Like, it's officially a very good show at this point. So two more episodes left in Silo. I am very much looking forward to it. I'll add it to the pile. Definitely worth it. Um, the only other one I'll mention briefly is I watched the Tetris movie. It was ridiculous oh. and a lot <laughs> of fun. <laughs> it's about the creation of Tetris, right? It's not about like the L block as a character or something, right? No, it is about the creation and the rights battle for Tetris, which it says it's based on a true story. So I assume at least some of the stuff in it is parts true. It, yeah. But it's still like like parts of it are are so ridiculous. And like so there's this whole thing about who has what rights to what specific ways to market Tetris. And so like 
having a basic understanding of like how contracts work like i was able to follow it and enjoyed it i watched it with someone who doesn't know anything about contract stuff and was just like i don't know what happened in 90 percent of this movie but it was a good time because it's all like who has the rights to make video games versus arcade consoles versus sell it on pc um so it it is a ridiculous movie it's kind of funny to hear villains be like i'm here for tetris um (laughs) but yeah it's a good time i don't know exactly how historically accurate it is but if you enjoy video game history and stuff like that it's it's worth the two hours it takes to watch it i would say i like that story about you trying to uh describe ai to your mother-in-law that sounds pretty fun um i imagine i'm doing the same thing here yes Cool. Yeah, well, uh, you know, so, like I said, the o- older people hear AI, they think that Skynet is here, and that's just not even remotely what we're looking at with this. I'll have to quiz my parents about it, see what they say. But should we go on to the lightning round before we wrap this puppy up for the day? Yeah, let's do it. Let us lightning. All right, where we give 20 seconds to give our opinions on a bunch of stories we didn't talk about anybody of the show i haven't ordered these as usual and i don't think it matters because I, th- I think we can do all of these so daniel i'll just i'll start by uh just talking to all you right. finally get around to it daniel netflix is getting all right a live action it's... one piece remake coming on august 31st look at these um fun friends in a pirate ship doing anime poses in live action what do you think monkey d luffy i think I mean, I already said my piece. I already said my piece about this. I think the onus is large for Netflix to prove it can actually do a good anime live action adaptation. I don't think we need a live action adaptation of One Piece. I think a lot of One Piece fans are very, very nervous after seeing the trailer. I haven't looked into it. Cool. But I hope it's good. I'm curious. Um. Dan, so the writer's strike is now up over 50 days. It's been running and it has shut down a couple more productions, including Daredevil, Born Again, and The Penguin. They are officially shut until the strike is over. It also shut down uh, a Yellowstone spinoff called 1923 with Mr. Harrison Ford and Helen Mirren. Yeah, shutting things down. At this point, there's going to be like a big drought of stuff maybe in the fall. Uh, certainly early next year. It looks like they have some of these shows, like um, I guess One yeah. Piece and maybe The Body Problem, but otherwise we're, we're, we're heading forward a bit of a, a drought in the future, so just strap in, people. Oh, Daniel, here's a fun one. Have any opinion yep. on um, this cameo from The Flash where they resurrected the corpse of Christopher Reeve using CGI and made him stand there? I think George Reeves, the original man, was also part of it. Some dead folk they brought back to life with CGI uh, without their permission because they're dead. Yes, and put them in a movie. Yes, I, I really. This is exactly the reason I hate some of these tech things. It's not the tech that's the problem. It's uh, the companies and how they use them. Christopher Reeve was one. A, he was paralyzed and pretty outspoken about not letting studios depict him standing up. I believe he only let them do it once after his accident. Oh, and two, talking about corporate greed and studio greed, feel like he would have disapproved of this, and therefore so do I. Cool. All right, uh, Dan. So 
Terminator veteran, speaking of Skynet, Terminator mm-hmm. veteran Linda Hamilton, uh, that's Sarah Connor, will be joining Stranger Things. She'll be in Stranger Things season five. Right, cool. Uh, I mean, of course she is, actually. Just like the, 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 they course. look like in their 80s people from Carrie Yules to Winona Ryder, of course, the big one. Um, there were others in there. I know. Oh, uh, England, Robert England. Yeah, of course they would get Linda Hamilton, a big action star from the 80s, the Terminator movies, in there. It fits. It's perfect. I don't know who she's playing. Nobody does. I'll watch it. Good fit. Yeah. Good for Miss Hamilton. All right. Um, we're back to Walking Dead. So we got Dead City on. We got Fear of the Walking Dead on. Walking Dead's over. We also got this first image, yes. first footage from the Walking Dead Daryl Dixon, which is a Walking Dead show about Daryl Dixon, where he somehow washes what? up in France. I, I don't know how that happens. What do you think? Um, I think it's a nice cryptic tease. I'm curious. I wish they had a better title for this show, but I, I mean, I like Daryl as much as the next person, so I'm excited to watch it. Um, he he kind of left off on The Walking Dead, setting out to explore more of the world, so it makes sense that he might have ended up overseas. I like the premise a lot. I hope this. I hope it's good. I hope this is another win for The Walking Dead. Cool. Cross my fingers. I feel like I'm saying that a lot. I hope this is good. I hope that's apparently, good. Apparently, Dead City is is, is doing well. But we'll see. Yes, yes, which I'm glad about. Mm-hmm. So, speaking, uh, let's carry on. Amelia Clark, who we mentioned once, starring in we Secret did. Invasion, currently, yes, we did. She will yes, we not did. be in the Jon Snow show. Uh, and she said, Kits, I love you. I'm going to watch that one because of you, or I'm going to tell you I did. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, that's cute. I mean, I feel like she'll get asked about Game of Thrones the rest of her life the same way that Benioff and Weiss will get asked yep. about Game of Thrones when and if they talk about the three-body yes. problem. Just part of it. Of course, she won't be in it because she's dead. But um, yeah, it's a good question for the red carpet. So the questions are going to keep on coming get ready everybody involved yeah. in anything all right <laughs> daniel okay here's another well, there were a lot of, of announcements this week daniel really Aaron were. taylor johnson noted thespian is going to be <laughs> is going to play a spider-man villain named craven the hunter yes. in a movie called craven the hunter all about craven the hunter spider-man Correct. probably won't show up because he's he he he's enough yes yeah so craven is enough uh a trailer for craven the hunter came out it is releasing in october and this is another one of sony's spider-man villain origin movies so like morbius or venom here's one for craven um it looked fun the trailer looked fun i've just been juked by the sony spider-man movies so many times i am reluctant to put my heart into it but presumably maybe one day he'll fight spider-man but not in this movie he's gonna fight the rhino in this movie super icon the rhino up there with the joker yes want to see that's right i've always hoped that they might do the rhino justice in the movies maybe this is the time didn't paul giamatti play him once yeah he did and he was decent I mean, he was Paul Giamatti. He's great. But then the rhino was him in like a robot suit, um, which I mean, the rhino's a stupid looking villain. Like I'm joking here. Like he's just a dude in a literal rhino outfit. The movie's taking Craven classic. It's taking a drag, it seems and treating it like a mutation. But gotcha. yeah, don't get me ranting about Spider-Man villains. All right. The final 
final thing of our lightning round. Matthew McConaughey, also a noted thespian, was uh-huh. once in talks to play Joel on The Last of Us. Yeah, and that role went to Pedro Pascal, as every other role does nowadays. But I mean, um, that makes sense to me, because Matthew McConaughey was a big HBO guy for True Detective. So he probably like, I don't know, they had his number. Um, and it makes sense yeah. that they might be able to call him and get his Joel, but make him like kind of Southern sexy, Southern, like su- Southern fried sex appeal of Matthew McConaughey, but uh, with zombies. <laughs> um, that could have been yes. fun, but Pedro Pascal is a good choice too. And you know what? That's our show. Thank you very much, Andrew, for uh, uh, complimenting us. I appreciate it. Appreciate you. I didn't see Extraction yeah. 2. Did you, did, did you, Daniel? I haven't. I've Everyone I it's do know who work. has seen it has really liked it. I've I've heard nothing but good things about it, but I haven't seen it yet. Hemsworth. Whoa. Cool. But you know what? Perhaps <laughs> by next week, that was nice. we'll be back. Perhaps by next week, we'll see it. And we'll be back like we are every week on Wednesday at 2 p.m. Central Standard Time, a three on the East Coast, a one on the mountains, and noon over on the sunny West Coast. We're also available on podcast form wherever podcasts are available, be it Google Play, iTunes, or elsewhere. Give us a like. Give us a follow. You know, tell your mom, your brother, your children, your friends, your congressperson, just uh, spread the word and we will be eternally thankful. Until next time, it goes Rhino and then the Joker and then Lex Luthor. <laughs> Goodbye. Take care, y'all. This podcast is brought to you by Fansighted. Join our community of over 300 sites from sports to pop culture and everything in between. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org.